Subclasses. The next entry is one that they did out of, I guess, people were clamoring for more mounted combat? Look, Question? the horse girls movement were strong in the early 2000s. Oh my god, it must have been because they created in Xanathar's the Cavalier! And all uh, mounted combat. Literally, the first statement says, The archetypal cleverly excels at mounted combat. <laughs> Usually born among nobility and raised uh, at court, the cavalier is equally home leading a cavalry charge or exceeding repartee at state dinner. They learn how to guard those in their charge from harm, serving as protectors and their superiors of the weak. All right. So they're mounted combat. They just said the word, was- we're a fighter. Yeah, basically. I, like, there's no backstory at all. It's just like, and then you go through this class, and it's like 99%, like, be on a horse. Be on a, be on something. Be like, on are you on a horse? horse? Yes? Okay. <laughs> I guess you're yeah. fine. If you're not yeah. on a horse, uh, what are you doing? You're doing yeah. Uh, they get a random bonus proficiency right at third level, and I feel like this is, they give you the, the opt-out. They have animal handling as the first one listed, so it's like... It's like, yeah, they're like... If you haven't grabbed this already... animal handling because you're a cavalier or I feel persuasion. Like they just given you animal handling, but, like, I guess if you had it already, yeah, they give yeah. you two other options. They're just like, you need to take animal handling, but, like... Yeah, hey, you we'll, need to have it as a mounted combat. We'll give but. you the option to take insight if you actually want to be a reasonable class. <laughs> it's just so weird to me. But you also get to learn a new language. Uh, yes, yeah, sure. I, for no reason. Why would the cat? All right, whatever. Uh, that's anyway. That ends. Favorite class. It's our favorite class. Yeah, right. They still have two other things they give at third level. That, that was just like an extra thing that they, they tacked on just to be like, wait, you should. It, and hold honestly, on, though, hold on, before we start, have it It is pretty nice. Taking out a full yeah, extra proficiency. No, no, no. It's like legit nice to have an additional proficiency. Yeah. Like it, but it's good. And and I think they needed to do that. that. But for a lot of classes, they could have just given you animal handling. That could have that they could have just given you. Yeah, this is kind of like the druid that are like, hey, maybe we should just give all yeah. druids druid draft. Right, yeah. It's like they could have just done that. Uh so born to the saddle is another of the third levels. Your mastery as a rider has become apparent. You have advantage on saving throws made to avoid falling off your mount. If you fall off your mountain descend to no more than 10 feet, you can land on your feet and you're fine. And finally, mounting or dismounting costs you only 5 feet of movement rather than half your speed. Okay, this is pretty they nice. tried to do, yeah, they tried to do much of the uh, uh, quality of life. To yeah, the, they're just like, hey, we know that some DMs are assholes. And they'd be like, well, actually, your horse yeah. took 5 damage and then there's going to try to buck you and blah, blah, blah. you have to make a... Uh, a deck save or whatever. It already to, sounds like this is going to be a headache to try and play. I know. Course. It's just like, hey, like, man. I'm, the, I'm already so off of this. This sorcerer has a familiar that can, like, deal 15d6 of damage. Can yeah. I just be on my horse? I'm also the guy that, like, loved the idea of having a pet till I tried to play one in a campaign. And, like, we immediately became disinterested. And it was like, well, this is impossible to keep this up. <laughs> like it's it it's like, like hard yeah. as a player to remember what your pet. It's hard, yeah. It's hard as a player to like have this interacting with it like yeah. all the freaking time. It's just too much. Uh, that's fine. All the other 
thing but, you get at third yeah, level. Yeah, you get a third, third thing. Which yeah, is you get a third thing. So this is all third level still, is the unwavering mark. You can menace your foes, foiling their attacks and punishing them for harming others. When you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack, you can mark the creature until the end of the next turn. So it sounds very much like a hunter's mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, while it's within five feet of you, a creature marked by you has disadvantage on any attack roll that doesn't target you. I think kind of the point of this, right, was to stop it from attacking your mount. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely that. Uh, it, it is uh, kind of, it's basically that goading attack, but. Yeah, it is. That you just kind of get. You get for free, no save involved. That's actually like no pretty involved. good. You just have to hit it. You just have to hit it. Yeah, that's actually really good. Um, but it only, it's a, it lasts only a short time, right? It lasts only until your next turn. So you have to keep hitting it if you want to keep Yeah, but, like, yeah. But it's still really good. It's, it's still a strong effect. I it doesn't cost, it's like, spell slots or anything. Yeah, yeah, no, still still strong effect. Um, in addition, if a creature marked by you deals damage to anyone other than you, you can make a special melee weapon attack against the marked creature as a bonus action on your turn. Interesting that it, like, pushes it back a full turn cycle to be like, yeah. you're gonna get this, but it's not gonna come up until your turn. This is definitely something that are like... Okay, by the way, this is like a delayed trigger in Magic. Uh, <laughs> Magic the Gathering. Why wouldn't they want to give this a reaction? Like, I know, a this, this needs to just that. be, you can use your reaction to hit somebody. I guess maybe because it, like, maybe it was too strong as a reaction, because like, you get to use it every I, turn cycle, maybe? Uh, I think it, it's, it's because, well, if you use its reaction, think about this, like, if it hits somebody that's not you, you're like, trigger yeah. this. Now it moves away. You get to reaction, opportunity attack, and then you can just all attack it again as a bonus action. Okay, so, so it's actually it's probably stronger as this. Maybe. That, that, I don't know how often that scenario comes up. Exactly. Especially because people are going to be like, oh, it triggers. I need to react to the trigger right now and use my reaction. Yeah. And it's like, well, hold on. We're gonna wait. Uh, we're gonna wait another like thirty-five minutes because you just went. Um, yeah. You also get advantage on it. Yeah. So also continuing the train of thought though, on this bonus action attack that you've now been given, you'll have advantage on that attack roll, and if it hits, the weapon deals extra damage equal to half your fighter level. So that's, all right. That's, all right. I mean, that's not damage. Incident. That's plus five, or if you're level ten. It's not uh, regardless. Of the number of creatures you mark, you can make this special attack a number of times equal to your strength mod, uh, and you'll regain all the uses after a long rest. So, so you can do a, it's also limited in nature. You can't do it an infinite number of times. This, yeah, this, yeah. I just want to point out this because the wording out of it is kind of weird. That doesn't mean you yeah. get if if like five creatures hit your horse, you don't get to make an attack on every one of them on your turn. You still have to use your bonus action. Well, you use your bonus one. action, yeah. Yeah, so you still have to use your bonus which, action. Which, like, it would work the same way if you have to use your reaction, too. Like, you get to use it all. Exactly, the yeah. The first one, probably. Because uh, yeah. the first one's going to hit, and you're going to go immediately, ah! <laughs> it's probably only one. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, so you can't do it infinite number of times. I just want to point that out there. Yeah. But, like, overall, it was a very convoluted and long way to say, like, sometimes you get an additional bonus action attack. yeah. One kind of interesting thing is, like, other than the Born to Saddle thing, like, the bonus proficiency, extra language, and the unwavering mark. I mean, none of the, like, unwavering mark and proficiency, those are the best two things 
you can just not be a horse rider and just be a cavalier as a as a dip. <laughs> just just be sure. like I'm also taking Sentinel as part of being being a barbarian or something. And I'm just yeah. Like, I I do I do like the first aspect of honorary remark because that never that's not limited. The the special attacks that you'll be granted are limited. But as so long as you keep smacking things, you will always be granting them disadvantage to anything that's not you. Yeah, yeah. And that part's pretty good. So that is pretty sweet. That's All right, moving good. on, though, you get something at 7th level, the Warding Maneuver. At 7th level, you fend off strikes directed at you, your mount, or other creatures nearby. If you or a creature you see within 5 feet of you is hit by an attack, now you can use a reaction. So now they give you a reaction. Now <laughs> you have your reaction. You use 1d8 uh, if you're wielding a melee weapon or shield. Roll the die and add the number rolled to the AC against that attack. If it still hits, they'll have resistance against that damage. I thank God for that last part. <laughs> right. Otherwise, you just because use Because there's so many times you get to these high-level boss fights and, like, these... I just think these ACs are so great, but they never matter anymore. Yeah, they never matter anymore. So, like, thank God. Like, resistance is... And, and on those fights, resistance is a huge it's deal. Because so it takes big. damage from, like, 40 so down to big. 20. It's like, yeah. So, they saved this whole ability with that to me. I just went like, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I love that it takes effect either way. You're getting something great out of this. And it's also, like... It's kind of a non-bow. You're, like, you're not totally clear if you want to roll a 1. Like, <laughs> I think you kind of want to roll a one on this because it, remember, if you raise the AC enough so it doesn't hit, you don't get the bonus action from your own unwavering mark attack. <laughs> <laughs> You'd rather just have resistance. You'd just rather just give you resistance and now I get to do a special bonus action attack <laughs> against yeah. this guy in my next turn. Like, the, the only real downside for sure, though, is that, like, it, five feet is really, you got to be literally next to the guy. Yep. Yeah. So and and it's this is and party it's So this isn't fire breathing breathing, breathing distance. Yeah. Yeah. This is like you and your. This is gonna happen. You know, like you all get fireballed. You can't be like, well, I'll get resistance to that guy. Nah. Like no. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no dice you just here. Got fireballed because that that's a scenario where it'd be nice to give resistance to someone next to you, but not gonna work. Yeah, this is definitely one of those things where you're just like, oh wait, my friend's playing a barbarian? Like, okay. Yeah, party cop matters here a lot for the warding maneuver. Yeah. In fact, just overall, for just the overall. unwavering mark. It's unwavering like, mark. Yeah, well, like, this, this class requires, I mean, but they again, set it up to be a mounted combatant, so this all works with your mount. Horse, but like, yeah. Like you said, yeah. the joke is that this protects your horse. <laughs> <laughs> but you're just Hilarious. like, ah, my horse dies because my horse has 32 hit points over level 17. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, 10th level, hold the line. Yeah, nothing yet has like really wanted you to be mounted except for that person. Hold the line at 10th level. Creatures provoke an opportunity attack from you when they w move within 5 feet or more within your reach. And if you hit a creature with an opportunity attack, their speed is reduced to zero until end of turn. This is the, that feat, right? This yeah, is this is like a does. weird combination of Sentinel and Polearm Master. Master. Right, so, it's like a combo. Right? Yeah, so this means if you have a Polearm with a reach of 10 feet, yep. oh wait, when they move 5 feet or more, oh wait, move 5 feet or more within your reach. Within? 
<laughs> wall within your reach, yeah. Oh, maybe if I'm within. So they kind of have to like. They, it's not when they come to yep. you; they have to like. No, no, no. It, it does. They they just need to oh, try okay. to move well, yeah, five yeah. feet. Like they just yeah, need to yeah, not yeah. move less than four feet, which is kind of like kind of weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> already are. Yeah, it's all units of five feet. But like basically, someone's running at you, and then you use your reaction to hit them, and then they don't come within five feet of you. Oh, that's pretty sweet. So that because that's a that's a combo with Polar Master and Sentinel, right? Um, so, so pretty sweet. To give you both of them here, like yeah. the, the important parts of it at least. It you, didn't yeah, give you the, the best speed, parts of both of them, but it gave you the best parts of them. That's just like as your tenth level. Mm. Here it is. Here you go. Yeah, actually, well, cool. it says move five feet or more while within your reach. So maybe it's the kind of thing where they're like they hit your reach at ten feet and they move five feet to so within five feet of you, and then but you then can you do can it. Smack them and then they have to stop. Then they yeah. stop, but they're within five feet of you at that point, so it doesn't yeah. matter. I don't know. It the wording's kind of weird, but it's it's nice. It lets you do something. But if they're trying to move past you and not necessarily yeah. by you, then and yeah, you don't you stop take, them in the tracks. You don't need to take Sentinel because they're nope. which is a great. You theme. already basically have it. You have Sentinel. <laughs> At 10. That's pretty good. Uh, Ferocious Charger at 15th level. You can run down your foes, whether mounted or not. If you move at least 10 feet in a straight line right before attacking a creature, you hit with an attack. They have to succeed on a strength save or be knocked prone. You can only use this once on each of your turns. This is another part of a feat, right? It just seems like they're just, like picking and choosing things. From yeah, they're just taking a bunch of feats and they're like, what if? What if they were all part of this? Yeah, this um, is the charger feet, I think, part of it. Right. Yeah, and it's like strength saves. Like, they're probably just going to make it. Like, a lot of boss. <laughs> I know everyone, not everything's a boss, but it does kind of suck when you're fighting against a boss and you're level 10. You're just like, well, half my things don't work. <laughs> um, Awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and I know a lot of, like, it, this is kind of a thing that we... we you kind of talk about versus like Marshall versus Spellcasters, like Constitution saves. Well, Cone of Cold is just not going to work very well against a lot uh, of bosses because they're just going to make bosses, all the yeah, all the con saves. Same thing with strength saves. Um, again, this doesn't use action economy, um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. Level fifteen, like people fly, like <laughs> like people are like, hey, you just can fly at will, and then everyone's like, well, if you're on a horse. And you move yeah. ten feet. You might be able to knock someone down. I might knock them down. At I'm least, like, at least there's like unlimited uses of this. Even though it's like once a turn, but unlimited uses. Yeah, so unlimited uses. Every time, if you want it to, you can keep running back and forth between two creatures and smacking them. Yeah. <laughs> but meanwhile, there's like you know the infernal warlock that. You know, our, our recent co-host, uh, Miles, had. It's just like, oh, if you hit him with an attack, instant banish them for until the end of their <laughs> next turn. And they take yeah. 10d10 10 damage. Down, yeah. And everyone can prepare an opportunity attack or prepare their action for when they repeat. It's just like, oh, you can maybe knock them pro. It's just like, one of these things yeah. is not like the other. If this was level 3, I'd be like, oh, this is pretty sweet. L15? Eh. Eh. Yeah. You can do a lot better. Yeah, and then 16th level, they view more of what you've kind of seen before. Uh, you can respond to danger with more vigilance. In combat, you get a special reaction <laughs> that you can take once on every creature's turn, except your turn. 
You can use this special reaction only to make an opportunity attack, and you can't use it on the same turn that you take your normal reaction. So This they, is wild. This is actually pretty sweet. Um, this is wild. Because this, this combos with your level 10 ability. So basically, you can make an opportunity attack every turn. Every turn. Every turn. Every single turn. So you get unlimited reactions so long as it's not just for opportunity attacks. Yeah. So this this could mean now like see Yeah, you get unlimited opportunity attacks is basically what this means. Unlimited opportunity attacks. <laughs> the man. The unfortunate pretty good thing is what it is it is pretty good. But I, I'm gonna point out one thing that might come up. Um is like Okay, let's say you throw your Cavalier fighter at level 18 in the middle of a bunch of, I don't know, Hobgoblins or whatever, Giants, whatever. And there's, uh-huh. there's five of them. It might come up with the DM goes, like, these five Giants, because for simplicity's sake, they all operate on the same turn. So it's not oh, like sure. one not moves, one turns. moves. You could be like, well, they're all going to move the same turn, so you get one of them. And now, like, technically, that's that feels like it's not correct. It's just more for simplicity's sake. But I could see the opportunity where it's just like, hey, man, I, there's 30 of these goblins. Like, they're all going to run away from you because they're terrified. Now, how would you... Uh, that that scenario, I get it. Yeah, that's, uh, that hampers this ability. But how would you feel about this scenario? Or, and is this how it would work? Is it a combat with, like, six different minions and they all have their own turns? You're parked next to one thing. And at the end of each of those six minions' turns, you can still slap the guy in front of you. Yeah, basically. That, that'd be <laughs> that, seems, that seems wildly powerful, yeah. right? Or like, yeah. you just yeah, get each, like, that guy got a turn, and you're just like, and I smack the guy in front of me. Now this guy over there gets a turn. All right, I smack the guy in front of me. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you attack like 16 times. And yeah, you, you basically get like, like eight attacks. Because also, <laughs> the opposite way, people can just run at you, and usually yeah, that's And this different. also, remember, counts your own party members. You have five people in your party. They each get their own turns. It's like, okay, my friend's turn ends. I slap the guy in front of me. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. Th- kind of wild. This can be pretty pretty wild. And at, at also, 18th level, you have, like, crazy-ass weapons that, when they hit, yeah, then you right. you're like, oh, they, have on they blind them yeah. for 30 minutes, you know? It's just like, <laughs> right, oh, right. okay. Yeah, even if they, it, like, requires them to make a save each time, you're like, well, I'm going to hit fine. you six times right yeah. now. Yeah, like, you might, or if any of them, if you're hitting someone that's concentrating on something. Oh, if you have Mage Slayer, too, this combos with Mage Slayers, because whenever anybody casts a spell, you get to make an opportunity attack against them, so you you walk into, like, three mages, and it's just like, I cast spell, opportunity attack, hit you. (laughs) Okay, this other person gets spell, I also hit you. (laughs) And this also, this does not specify that you have to do uh, your opportunity attack with a melee swing. You could take your bow out and start smacking things with a bow shot. Uh... That's true. Usually, I mean, opportunity attacks, usually, I mean, most of them define, like, they need to be within melee range. But, okay. yes, you're, but you're absolutely right. It, but, yeah, this one just says you have an opportunity attack. I don't know. Yeah, There's no reason. Yeah, exactly. Not Any, anything that triggers opportunity. Most characters, right. Most characters, there, uh, I, even if you're There could be something but, I'm not thinking of that it's like, oh, you get opportunity attacks with your range yeah. attack. If they move, right. like, if there's a weapon that says, like, 
they move like obviously Warcasters is one that switches it up to like you can now cast spells, spells. with your opportunity attacks. Mm-hmm. Your opportunity attack didn't trigger any other way. This is just saying like, all you need to do is dip into eighteen levels of, of cavalier fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Just a light dip, huh? dip. Just, just a dip, dip. Just, dip huh? just a dip, and then I guess like divination wizard, like for the next one, <laughs> like you're a wizard. <laughs> Actually, is a pretty uh, funny class. Like somebody who I like identifies. It's like I'm a wizard. Like I'm a wizard. You're 18 <laughs> levels of fighter. <laughs> yeah, like, you can attack five times or four times with action search. Eight times, you're like, no, I will use my level two <laughs> spell slot to cast invisibility. <laughs> Hit him! Hit him with anything! No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. This is I'm what a I built my character to do, baby. Uh, overall, I think this class is, like, rather strong, actually. I've never really paid it much mind. I, like, they focused on mountain combat, and, like... They just ignored that completely. <laughs> I, I, I almost want to say, like, you're not gonna... Ma- like, they gave you that third level ability, which at least made the quality of life better for it. Yeah, yeah. We, but I like that. I like that it's not focused on like that. Focused on mountain combat. It yeah. obviously works really well if you are a mounted combatant because it's going to protect your mount and give you a lot of bonuses, right? Uh, for people trying to attack it. Exactly. If you're, cool. if it's nice because if you're the only uh, martial melee character in your party, you could be like, I have a horse, and now all my abilities work. Kind of. Yeah. Your DM could just be like, I'm not going to attack your horse, and then none of your abilities work. Um, just <laughs> attack you. Um, but it is nice if it's like, oh, there's another paladin in the party. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be a cavalier and be like the yeah. Um, this Astros. one obviously works really well based off your party comp. It's one of those classes that yeah, where like Battlemaster does the more you plan it out. Right, it's just a, a generically strong class, but yeah, this one, this one relies a little bit more on your party, but I, I think generally. It's fine. I'm pretty impressed. Yeah. Especially, unfortunately, I'm like mostly impressed by things like Vigilant Defender and that 18th level. Like, yeah, yeah, that's so you really getting there? Probably not. Yeah, and also 18th level people are casting like 9th level spells. And you're just well, like... I, I like up through level 7 again. And that, that's usually a good place to be. If your 3 and 7 abilities are good on these subclasses in Fighter... I'm generally like good with it's it. It's fine. I like it, it feels like you get a bunch of extra seats. I like the unwavering mark. I like the warding maneuver, and that's a good place to. Be. That's good. And remember, you're still a fighter, so you're getting like feats at four and six. So if you're a level seven, mm-hmm. you have a, you can you can build a pretty sweet character. Yeah, I like it. So I'll, I'll give him like a B plus, and I think it goes up to like a straight A at eighteen. Where like I you think can you can build some situations. I'm gonna give it like a C because okay. like. It, but yeah. Didn't wow you. Didn't, yeah, didn't, it didn't wow me. Because I could totally see, like, I'm a Cavalier. Which I, I mean, none you know. of these fu- subclasses are going to wow you, though, on Fighter, to be honest. Like, they're, they're, none of them do. Uh, there's a couple. Of them are there's a couple. Wow. Yeah, but it, it doesn't look like it. <laughs> it doesn't look like it. Then it you doesn't re- look like it. doesn't look it. like, and like that's, it. That's what that could be with this Cavalier, too. It doesn't look like it until you realize, like, it basically, this subclass gave you, like, six different feats. Right, it does not, just like, give you, like, and you can like just take six other feats. feats and pair them all together, and you might be Can't believe it's a feat class. <laughs> it's a feat class, for sure. All right, that's it for us on the Cavalier. We'll see you next time. Party! Party! Ah.